Storm Phoenix, and this is episode zero. Uh, the reason I'm doing an episode zero is I didn't want there to be any confusion about who I am, what I stand for, blah, blah, blah. And uh, if anybody had any issues, I would be able to refer them to this issue to find out exactly who I am, what I'm talking about, like why I'm coming from the perspective that I am, and just go from there. Uh, I really don't want to have to explain myself. I'm, quite frankly, I am too old for that shit. So, uh, I did get the idea for uh, listing my biases from a book series uh, that I like. It's called the News Flush Trilogy. Um, it's written by Myra Grant. If you get a chance to check it out, it's great. It takes place about 20 years after the zombie apocalypse when society starts to uh, reconstitute itself. And it kind of looks like uh, they, uh, the author took into consideration YouTube and podcasting and blogs and fanfic and all of that stuff. It's great. Um, but there, it's definitely, that's the background of the world that they live in. It's definitely very accessible. Uh, but yeah. These are my biases, um, so here I go. Uh, first of all, I'm black. Uh, there's a little Native American in me somewhere. Um, the most I can say it gives me is uh, this wonderful uh, red tone to my skin. I have no tribal affiliations, but, you know, you know, like Prego, it's in there. Typical American, uh, Heinz 57. Um I firmly believe in Black Lives Matter. If anybody has an issue with this, saying uh, all lives matter or any of the other bullshit that people like to say, it's not that other lives don't matter. I mean, it's ridiculous that it even has to be said. But here we go. It's not that only Black Lives Matter. It's... Black lives matter too, so why don't you fucking act like it? I love seeing black girl magic. Um, AFAB people have so much weight put on their shoulders from a young age, having to be, you know, being taught and conditioned to be caregivers, even if that is not where they want to be, uh, not what they want to do. Um, it's just nice to see black women 
And this includes trans women, uh, but AFAB people get this shit from the time they come out the womb. Uh, trans women, they can't deny themselves and who they are. Um, but black women being able to, and girls, especially girls, like it, it has to start somewhere. And seeing black girl magic, it, it, it really is magic. Just seeing this, the accomplishments and their own happiness, being able to do things that they love to do. Um, that being said, black boy joy, black males, um, especially when you are assigned male at birth, you're taught to be tough and strong and you gotta, you gotta prove that you're a man and all this other bullshit. And, you know, when you transition, uh, I am a trans man, I am black, um, those stereotypes and that toxicity, even if you don't have it, it's assumed that you have it. It's assumed that you are taught to be, you know, all of this shit and it's, it's bad for everybody especially black men. So seeing black boys and black men just being able to be happy, existing, doing things that they love and, and, and having smiles on their faces. <sighs> like it, it's a beautiful thing and we need more of it. Black girl magic and black boy joy. Uh, I am also invested in... Um, Learning and wanting to share what I learn for black financial empowerment. Um, I don't give a damn what anybody has to say. <laughs> black people did not choose to be poor. Um, first, we were, our ancestors were kidnapped from another continent and had no way to get back. Get back. When they tried to get back, they were beaten, they were maimed, they were raped, men and women, uh, physical, just the physical abuse, the psychological abuse. Uh, people who had been together were separated, so they had to learn English and couldn't speak their native tongue with anyone. Um, that was, I can't imagine how hard that was. I can't imagine the, the psychological damage that that caused. I know the shit that I've dealt with, but I can't imagine being torn from everything that you know. And then you know, you realize that there are people who speak your language and know your beliefs and everything that you hold dear, and then you're separated from them and you have nothing. Um, well, there's that, and then there's, uh, you know, redlining and Jim Crow and just all the bullshit that goes with that. So, black people didn't choose this, and uh, even when we had it, um, you know, Black Wall Street, and it, that, you know, in Tulsa, that, that wasn't the only one. There have been uh, multiple uh, black areas where... Black people lived and worked and had businesses and were successful, and white people destroyed that um, from jealousy, and it's, um, it needs to stop.
you know, even in black, black areas now, uh, when a company comes in and they, in the gentrification, it's after the black people have cleared, cleaned it, cleaned it up and have thriving businesses and have, have made all of these changes. And it, and, and the, and the area is on the upswing. There's like, Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to come in here and take that. And then you can't figure out where all the business went. You got rid of the shoppers. Uh, I am also pagan, but I will get into that in a moment. Um, <laughs> I am middle-aged. few years, I will qualify for AARP. So it comes to no should come to no surprise when I say I'm a parent and grandparent. Yep, before I realized I was queer, damn sure before I realized I was trans, I had kids. And now I have grandkids. Uh, I volunteer in the LGBTQIA plus community. And um, politically, I'm a Democrat. I used to say I was a liberal, but apparently I'm actually a progressive, as if that's a bad thing. And I do... Uh, I am cool with that because we're so far behind. <laughs> you look in, uh, I mean, the fact that we don't have just healthcare for everybody and other first nations, people, countries, they do have that, but America is so damn great. Um, I mean, I love my country, country, but, uh, we we got some work to do. Um, back to the spiritual. I am a uh, currently I classify myself as a solitary eclectic pagan. Uh, I am currently practiced uh, well looking into Yoruba and um, it kind of works for me uh, the same way I thought. Well, not not the same way. Uh, Wicca was. I discovered Wicca at a really bad time in my life, and it kept me from doing really bad things. <laughs> uh, now I am actually going into another phase, and you know, well, hopefully you don't know, uh, but yeah, uh, I change, I'm adaptable, that's where I'm at right now. Um, I grew up poor, but I didn't know it. Uh, didn't really have to live like a girl. I was a jeans and tennis shoes kind of kid. Uh, the only time I had to dress in an obviously female way was uh, church and uh, dance class, which really wasn't a problem. Well, church was a problem. Uh, didn't like going. The people stared at us. I mean, they just, they didn't want us there. Uh, so... If uh, anybody has anything, they're like, oh, well, not all Catholic churches are like that. Well, the one I went grew up going to with all the white people who clearly did not like my grandmother and me walking in there. Um, you know, you can say what you want. I know individuals are different, but um, that was my uh, experience. And I've been to nice Catholic churches. Since then, I actually know one Catholic priest that when I was still Catholic, I said, I'm not getting married unless he officiates. Um, but I'm not Catholic anymore. 
but he's still a good man. And I do know of a good Catholic church. I'm sure there are others, but uh, sometimes people of faith really fucking suck. Uh, dance class, I didn't mind dressing, uh, quote-unquote, girly, because, quite frankly, I like the girls' costumes better. Um, I jokingly say I was a drag queen starting at age five. Um, (laughs) the costumes rock. Uh, I don't dress like that, even when I perform. Yes, I do drag. Uh, there are people who know me and know not hiding at all. I just prefer to use this name for the show. Um, I was definitely a tomboy growing up. I uh, played in the woods. Uh, I would catch crayfish and salamanders with my friends. And on the whole, I did not wear shoes in the summer uh, until I was like 15. Um, even with as often as I stubbed my toes, I did not want to... If I was outside, I did not have shoes on. I know now we talk about Lyme disease and ticks and blah, da, da. I did not have a care in the world. I was country as fuck. Um, <laughs> we had wars in the neighborhood. It was, uh, <sighs> it was interesting, uh, being the only black kid in my age group and that's who wanted to do the wars. Uh, very often I was by myself. Sometimes I would have my cousins with me, uh, but they were typically seven to 10 black kids or seven to 10 white kids against me and my uh, one or two cousins. I, uh, <laughs> needless to say, I learned to fight really well. Uh, that has to do with the racism that I dealt with growing up. Uh, I got called the hard R more times than I can count. For a while there, it was pretty much every time this one girl saw me. Uh we got into one physical altercation, and she never said it to my face again, but she did try to make things as difficult as possible, not realizing that I didn't give a damn. Um, a lot of times I was called ugly, and growing up, I realized I was not actually an unattractive person. It was just, I was black, and the individual's saying that I was ugly, were white. Uh, also, uh, as far as the racism goes, um, because it's not it's not shit that just affects uh, black people, um, my best friend, who was white, um, got yelled at really badly by her parents because she said uh, one of my male cousins was cute. Um, I don't know if they... Uh, Use the hard R or just said because he was black. But, uh, yeah. So she caught hell for that. And um, I felt bad. Because uh, she was... Um, she told me, but she was really embarrassed about it. And I guess she didn't know how I was going to take it. I just... As often as I had been dealing with it, I just kind of shrugged it off. I was just like, you know, it's okay. Like, I get it. You know, that uh, changed my view of her parents. Um, yeah. 
I can't even say for a long time <laughs> uh, because I still remember that. It's uh, something that, you know, even when I see them to this day, I mean, you had that view. And uh, that's what racism does. It's like, even though they were poor, poorer than us, they weren't black. And uh, their daughter didn't see it that way, but her parents did. So... So that's it for today. Um, I'm going to, to uh, be re releasing these every Sunday, but I really, I've been dragging my feet and just busy and like, oh, it's been so long uh, and kind of putzing around not um, doing the show. And it was like, you know what? You have time. Do it now. So I did it now. Um, but that's it. Have a good day. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. Whenever. And I will see you next week.